Welcome to season three of I'll Go If You Go, a Save the Redwoods League podcast. We're building community and illuminating how Californians from all walks of life think about and experience nature and conservation in the Redwoods and beyond. I'll go if you go, because when we explore together in community, the experience is all the more powerful. Surprise, it's me, Emily Harwitz. Welcome to another episode of I'll Go If You Go. Today, we're talking to Catherine Luna, who serves on the board of directors at Girl Ventures, a nonprofit that inspires girls to lead through outdoor adventure, inner discovery, and collective action. She also builds community and partnerships at the outdoors retailer Mountain Hardware. Catherine and I have a couple things in common. We love nature and being outdoors, and we both come from mixed backgrounds. By that, I mean Catherine is Filipino-Armenian and I'm Chinese-Eurasian, broadly speaking. This got me thinking about a concept from ecology called ecotones. An ecotone is a place where one ecosystem transitions into another. That transition zone has some characteristics from both ecosystems, but also new features that emerge by the blending of the two. For example, picture a grassland meeting an oak forest. Maybe you start to see some oak trees in the tall grass or grass under the oak trees. The plants and animals that thrive in an ecotone adapt to survive in multiple environments, including the ecotone's unique blend. Coming from a mixed cultural background, I relate. And I wonder how many of you can also relate to this idea of navigating and adapting to multiple worlds, especially here in the U.S. where we have such a diverse mix of cultures. I loved hearing Catherine's perspective on this and how it shapes the way she builds community outdoors. Catherine, I can't... (laughs) That was weird. (laughs) Catherine, I can't wait to hear more about all of that. Welcome to I'll Go If You Go. Thanks so much, Emily. Super excited to be here. Well, first question I want to ask is, what does the world look like outside your window today? And where are you? I grew up in the Bay Area, like you said, Bay Area native, uh, born and raised, but I recently moved to Sacramento, California. So just a little way up the road. And today, actually, quite literally, it's pretty cloudy. But I, I like to think on the positive side of things and hoping that the sun will come out soon and really looking forward to this, you know, mix of winter and spring soon weather. <laughs> oh my gosh, mix. That's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today. Perfect tie-in. Can you tell me a little bit more about your mixed background? So like you mentioned in the intro, um, I'm half Filipino, half Armenian. Um, I don't really have a strong tie to either sides and I didn't really start digging more into it actually until I got to college. I joined a Filipino heritage club and really started diving into what that half of me looks like. I got to participate in various cultural dances and learn more about what it means to be someone of of Filipino descent. And it's been this interesting path to navigate, I think, for me of trying to find myself amidst what it means to be mixed. Yeah. <laughs> what about your Armenian side? Have you gotten to explore that as well? A little bit. I think I think for both sides, a lot of where that cultural tie comes in is is with family and food and gatherings, um, which mm-hmm. is a huge part of what I do in my own life is kind of build community. And that's definitely relevant in both of those cultures and, and both sides of me. So being with family um, and feeling those two sides through gatherings is really where the importance of what it means to be a piece of that culture has come from for me. 
And I know that you love the outdoors. What is your parents' relationship like to the outdoors? And is that something that they pass on to you? Definitely. I grew up outdoors all the time uh, with my parents. Where I grew up in Sonoma County, there's so many local parks and state parks and even just like walking around the neighborhood and seeing so many trees and being outdoors was a huge part of my upbringing. So yeah, this feeling of being outdoors and out in nature definitely stems from my parents encouraging me to get outside and to be active. Yeah, I spent my early childhood in Miami, Florida, and the Miami that I know is all the lizards and the trees and it's the neotropics. So there's just so much life everywhere. And I definitely spent a lot of time outdoors with my family. That was huge for me. And I think like a lot of people who didn't like when they were young didn't spend a lot of time in nature might be a little bit intimidated or sometimes maybe feel a little bit nervous to go outside Um, but that's one of the reasons why I'm really thankful that in my early childhood I had so much exposure in a safe way with people uh, that I felt safe with. How would you describe your relationship to the outdoors? I think it it stems off of that last point is similar. Like anytime that I could get outside, my parents created that safe environment for me to do it. And I feel so grateful. And my relationship to the outdoors started when I was super young. Um, My dad actually used to be a photographer. Um, You know, he drew a lot of inspiration from Ansel Adams, which is well known in in the outdoor, you know, Mm -hmm. photography space. So I grew up seeing those images all over our house, like filing through National Geographic magazines um, and looking at images of earth and, you know, nature and the outdoors and places that I would love to see and spend time in. And so, yeah, my relationship started pretty young and I feel grateful for that. And it's only grown since then. There's a specific story <laughs> that you mentioned to me before that I would love to hear about here. Can you tell me more about your relationship with Redwoods? Um, so like I said, my my relationship to nature was is because of my parents encouraging me to get outside and, and see the world and see the beautiful things that exist within it. And my parents actually grew redwood trees in our backyard. So over the years, you know, growing up, I got to see these huge redwood trees grow to be even bigger and bigger. And they're actually still standing uh, in my parents' backyard. And I, over the last year, decided that I wanted to honor my parents in that way because these trees, these redwood trees uh, and nature are such a big part of my life. I got a tattoo of two redwood trees on my arm um, in honor of my parents. And it's something that's so special to me because not only it's it's a place of where I started, you know, loving loving trees, loving the outdoors when I was young, but now I get to carry it with me as a tattoo and in honor of my parents for kind of setting that foot for me and being those people that really empowered me to want to enjoy just the natural world and being outside as much as I could. Yeah, that's so cool. And when I saw the photo of the t- of the trees on your arm, I was thinking, oh, two trees, that's like your two parents. Yeah, exactly. And I, I love it. I, <laughs> I did not tell either of my parents that I was getting the tattoo. And when I showed them, it, it was really special uh, to be able to share that moment with them, to share in a form of art, uh, you know, how much I honor and appreciate what they did for me to show the outdoors. Yeah. Their love of the outdoors. Oh, now my love of the outdoors. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. And what did they say about the tattoos? They were excited. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> we did love it. <laughs> that's so fun. Do you know where your parents' love for the outdoors came from? Yeah, that's a really good question. I I, I think they as individuals, I, I know my dad, like I said, he's a photographer and he, he used to develop his own photos and 
drew on inspiration from those outdoor photographers. So I know his love of the outdoors definitely came from a personal passion. And I know that my grandma and grandpa on on both sides definitely encouraged my parents also to get outdoors and take in the natural world. I think it's so unique to, I think, have that through line of families being active and in the outdoors. And I'm glad that, you know, it started definitely with my grandparents to my parents to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the themes of this podcast is what happens when we explore the outdoors and connect with nature in community with each other. And so that's really special and great that you've been able to share that with your family. And it's like something that keeps getting passed on. I really like this idea because when I think of ecotones exactly like you described, it's it's the blending of two things together to create a stronger something. And I think that absolutely translates to who I am as a human being coming from my parents with different backgrounds to create me. And, and I think two is always better than one um, in, in any sense. And I think those two units of their upbringings, their cultural, their history has definitely translated to me kind of figuring out who I am as a, as a human being, pulling on those, you know, traditions and love of community and love of the outdoors to create me, this unique human being. Yeah. I really love the way you you just said that. Definitely. I think the more diversity of ideas we can bring together, the more connections can be made between them. You can see the similarities or this overlap in ways of thinking, but there's also so many new connections that can be made. And that's just part of what makes life so fun and beautiful. Explore Redwoods is a portal into California's magical coast redwood and giant sequoia forest. Visit exploreredwoods.org to learn what's available in more than 100 redwood parks and plan an unforgettable adventure. From hiking and biking trails to camping to swimming holes, this web-based app will get you there. Visit exploreredwoods.org. Another awesome thing you do is serve on the board of directors at Girl Ventures. What does Girl Ventures do? Girl Ventures is an organization that inspires girls to lead through outdoor activity, adventure. They focus on inner discovery and collective action. And I came to Girl Ventures during the pandemic. I saw a posting on LinkedIn that Girl Ventures was looking for volunteers So I was like, oh, I think I've heard of Girl Ventures. They're based in Oakland, but I don't know much more. So I started doing some research, um, looking into their volunteer opportunities and just falling in love immediately. It's such a unique organization that, yeah, empowers girls to get outdoors using sports and nature. I've shared a lot about my background and and how the outdoors has really helped me become who I am today. And for me to be able to give back through a nonprofit organization that's doing this great work is so awesome. I sit on their board of directors. I also volunteer with their youth uh, advisory program, which is a group of high school girls looking to to grow in leadership skills and talk about real things that happen out in the world and act as a mentor for them. So yes, my relationship with Girl Ventures runs deep and am so grateful that organizations like them exist um, because I, again, I know what the outdoors did for me growing up 
and I'm so grateful to be able to give back in that way outside of what I do for my nine to five job. Definitely a passion of mine to give back to my community. Can you tell me about some experiences that you've had outdoors that have helped shape you? There's so many to choose from, but I (laughs) I remember a couple, yeah, that just always stick with me and I think have actually made me love those things even more. The first is my very first backpacking trip. I was terrified. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know if I was going to bring enough food. Where was it? It was in Big Sur, so down the coast of Central California, and it's Big Sur is one of my favorite places to visit. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I think I can do this. Um, you know, find my hiking boots, start packing my backpack. But it was terrifying. There's so many unknowns when trying new things, and I think that's the fun thing about it is you just get to do it and and dive right in and and figure it out along the way. And that's what I think nature brings to us is through challenging moments like a first backpacking trip, you just have to stop and take in the beauty of being in this really awesome place um, and knowing that you're going through some challenging things, but you'll get over it. You'll get through it. The people that I went with were fantastic and, and supported me along the way. And yeah, finding that community within doing that activity for the first time was was really awesome. And I love backpacking now. Uh, any chance that I can get out to just have a backpack on my back with everything that I need for a long weekend is my happy place. It's it's where I want to be uh, as much as possible. I think so. That's definitely <laughs> one of my first experiences. I think another is just yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's all I want to share. <laughs> <laughs> so does Girl Ventures plan trips like that? Yeah, for girls? Girl Girl Ventures backpacking does plan trips backpacking or? trips. There's a program where they spend days out backpacking and you know, they have volunteers come in and resupply. So the girls aren't carrying everything, but it's, it's a huge challenge for them. And some of those girls have never done anything like that, or even been away from their families for that long. So I can only imagine, I think I took my first backpacking trip when I was like 16, 17. So I can only imagine girls who are, you know, 12, 13, doing this for the first time. It's it's pretty incredible. And I wish I had the opportunity to do that when I was even younger. Yeah, me too. I didn't go backpacking for the first time until I was in college, I want to say. And this also relates back to the idea of the safe space, which, you know, we were talking about how our families helped provide that for us when we were little, you know, taking us out into nature and teaching us about who is around us, you know, in our ecological community. And something that community groups like Girl Ventures and like some of the other stuff that you're involved with, something they provide is that safe space. So that's one of the themes of this conversation seems to be that, that you know, community provides a safe space for us to explore and play and challenge our even just like perceptions of ourselves and what we can do and just know that we'll still be held safely. I totally agree. And I want to even bring in the initial theme of ecotones as well. And it's just the blending of so many things, whether it be new or old, comfortable relationships, uncomfortable relationships with people and communities. It's just this blending of all of these things and experiences that come together in such a special way to create, yeah, to create this safe space, to create these opportunities that exist to only make us as as human beings, as individuals, but as communities stronger and better. Yeah, I, I love it.
I'd love to hear a little more about your current work in the outdoor industry. Can you tell me what you do and how it came about? Yeah, so I've had a roundabout way of getting to where I am, which I think ties really nicely into this theme of ecotones and and the blending of different experiences and things. The past six and a half years of my career have been in the nonprofit world. I recently transitioned to a new role with Mountain Hardware. They're an outdoor apparel brand uh, focused on mountain sports. And that's exactly what I love to do. I love to be in the mountains. I oversee our athlete and ambassador team, as well as our community partnerships. And those are nonprofit organizations that are doing really incredible work out in the field that we get to support with yearly grants. And who are your community partners that you work with? Some of the larger granting partners that we're able to support financially throughout the year, that's the American Mountain Guides Association, the American Alpine Club. Leave No Trace actually is one of our new partners this year that I helped bring on. And our last partner is Yes Nature to Neighborhoods. They're a local nonprofit organization based in Richmond, California, where our headquarters is. They uh, help youth get outdoors um, and mostly underrepresented communities who may not have access uh, to getting outdoors. So I feel honored to be a part of that process that gets to help those four organizations do their great work to get people even more outside and to be able to, yeah, enjoy nature and the outdoors just like I have. Yes. Oh, I love that. A really connection to the outdoors is something that you had as, as a kid, thanks to your family. And now you're helping to give that to other youth. That's such a great full circle for that. And final question, what does it look like to build community outdoors? Oh, that is a tough one. Um, it's it's tough because it's hard to put into words. Um, I can visually see it. And what that looks like for me is just this safe space where individuals, no matter where they come from, who they are, their background, their upbringing, their family, none of that matters. It's it's this place where so many people can just come together to be together and to create this space of joy and happiness and breathing in the air together um, in a shared space is so powerful, no matter what you look like or what your background is. It's this place that's just so loving and caring. And I think that's, that's what nature does for people. It's what it does for me. It's this safe, comfortable, relaxing space where I can just be me. Oh, yes, breathing in the air. That's a beautiful image. Well, Catherine, this has been such a fun conversation. I hope I get to go on a girl venture with you one day. I would love that. <laughs> Let's definitely make it happen. Thanks, Emily. Yes. Thanks so much for joining us on All Go If You Go. That was Catherine Luna of Girl Ventures and Mountain Hardware. We love a good outdoor adventure, but even if you didn't grow up spending time outside, it's never too late to start. I'll go if you go, and I'll meet you at the Ecotone. Hearing you talk about girl ventures kind of makes me want to start using girl venture as a verb, like, hey, you want to go on a girl venture? Love that. <laughs> Let's make it a thing. <laughs>